0: Everybody, this is Courtney and this is Allison and you are listening to murder porn Woo! welcome we're, we're back for another week <laughs> and Allison has no clue what we're doing yeah I'm super stoked
1: <laughs> you didn't tell me You like switched it up on me I, I thought you did. were doing um uh
0: Gerard Schaefer Gerard Schaefer
1: Which I also don't know much about that case. So I was stoked on that. But now Mm -hmm. it's like a complete surprise what you're doing. And maybe I like it this way. Like, maybe this is how we should do it. Maybe. But then it would suck if we accidentally did the same case. Oh, God. I never even thought of that.
0: I never even thought of that. Maybe, like, we should, like, put... Um
1: out what we're thinking and yeah. then like not touch it. Probably. Or like we can share a Google Doc that's got like a list of what we want to do on it. So we can just cross reference it and know.
0: Yeah. Something like that. Because um Yeah,
1: let's do that. Let's start a sheets. Yeah. And to put it. Down.
0: That would be a good idea. Just we're just thinking out loud, people. We're just thinking out loud. Um but yeah, so I had another case catch my eye, and I also thought maybe we should save Gerard Schaefer for more like close to Halloween because there's a spooky paranormal element to it. So That's I, cool. I figured we'd hold off on that one. Yeah.
1: Speaking of spooky, um, you know I was in Colorado last weekend, which mm-hmm. is why we had to record two episodes at once the week yeah. before. Um. We went to the Stanley Hotel, mm-hmm. which is where Stephen King, like, got the idea for The Shining. And yeah. I think he mostly wrote it. Yeah, he there. did. Um, and I got a book that's about, like, the hauntings there. Yeah. And I would love to, like, read that as an episode. Like, read the stories. That'd be so cool, I think.
0: Especially around spooky season. Yeah.
1: Well, I would like to just do random paranormal stories anyways. Like, I don't always want to talk about people getting fucking murdered and slaughtered. And, like, it's heavy.
0: Yeah, it gets a little bit um, too much sometimes. Yeah. For sure. But, yeah. So, we're back. And uh, Allison doesn't know. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Oh, I
1: forgot to tell you. Yeah. When I was in Boulder... I also went to the John Ramsey house.
0: Oh, you did tell me because you sent me a picture. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So the so some heiress bought it mm-hmm. like six years after the murder. So I think the murder was like ninety six. Mm-hmm. It was bought in two thousand one. So f- five years. Um, this same person owns it. It's no longer their primary home. They've completely redone it, including finishing the basement,
0: which oh God.
1: everybody knows about the basement. Yeah. Uh, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. They can't sell it. It's been nice. on the market off and on s- for like a decade. They can't sell it. Yeah. Um, it's, a, like, it's like 11,000 square feet. They got asked $2 million for it in 2014 and then pulled it off the market. That's a steal in Boulder for that much. I mean, that is a steal. Well, it was like, so
0: Brandon and I had talked, and he always says that he would be totally fine with buying that house uh, was the, the watts house he's like i would buy that
1: house in a heartbeat and oh I'm like, shenan and uh what the hell was her piece of shit husband's name chris chris
0: yeah um he's like i'd buy that house in a heartbeat and i'm like but the problem is is that there's like too many people that are way too comfortable going up to the fucking yeah. windows and recording that would be the
1: biggest i, I wouldn't s- be worried about the house being haunted i'd be worried no. about like the bystanders yeah like the, the uh, creepy ass fucking people the that, fandom mm-hmm. people like me yeah <laughs> i'm like just drive by i won't get out i don't want to be super nosy but they're like don't you want to get out and take pictures i was like i'll just take pictures through the window thank you <laughs> well and
0: you know and i wouldn't be so worried about that but there's way too many people on tiktok that were like i've seen that are way too comfortable and walk right up to the fucking windows that's and record. Bold. that's bold like i think that that's ridiculous it's an invasion of privacy yeah for
1: sure that's it's just rude it's rude
0: yeah hence the reason why i told him i was like you know it you know other than that i i wouldn't have issue with it i wouldn't have issue people like driving by and taking pictures um
1: standing on the sidewalk standing on the
0: sidewalk i wouldn't have too much of an issue with that maybe
1: concern with my kids that might be one thing, but well, I knew this was not their primary residence and that they likely weren't a home, yeah. So
0: that's another thing is that if you know that uh, that's not where
1: they're at. But don't get me wrong, I've also been to LA <laughs> and I've gone to um, the murder mansion from American Horror Story and taken pictures there, and that's a huge issue. Like the current owners or the owners prior filed lawsuit against the people that sold it to them because of all the. Like, harassment from fans, I guess. Oh, it's like, but you were well aware, like, what this yeah. house was before you bought it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So they didn't win that lawsuit, I don't believe. But anyways, I've been to that house. I've been to, like, the location where they found the Black Dahlia, mm-hmm. um, Elizabeth Short. And I've been a lot of places. It's, like, my favorite thing. Yeah. My whole life. <laughs> My whole ass life. I've been to the um, LaLaurie Mansion mm-hmm. in um, New Orleans. Gosh, that would be so cool. You know, that is a case that I have been seriously obsessed with for a very long time. And my dad bought me a book when I was no shit, like 13, that was Haunted New Orleans book. And mm-hmm. it told the story of the Lolleries. It glazed over how horrid it was, obviously. But I've been obsessed with it ever since.
0: Yeah,
1: so it's cool. Somebody lives there now. It's like an oil baron wow. lives there now, but yeah. Anyways, I, didn't I digress. Know that. That's really cool. Have you ever been to New Orleans? No, I want to go seriously. Go, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's like my favorite city on the planet. I, I every time I go there, my soul just feels refreshed and like happy. I want a house there so bad. It's really expensive though.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. It's but so there's, great. But there's so much, just, like, cool history there. Well,
1: yeah, and people are so nice. You can just walk down the street and, like, hear different music coming from different bars, like, live music mm-hmm. all the time. It's awesome. I, I think love it's it also there. really
0: awesome. Like, this is totally, has nothing to do with, like, true crime or, the, like, I think it's really kind of interesting that you can go to a bar and then take...
1: Hell, yeah. Fucking drink. There's no open container loss. Like... <laughs> In Indiana, well, you, we, you get or well, Indiana is like that's one of the most conservative we're such states. Such a conservative state. Yeah, I hate it. I feel bad for anybody who lives "quote unquote" alternative lifestyles. Yeah, because unless you follow the strict Catholic norms, mm-hmm. societal like norms, norms. Yeah, it's very conservative here. It sucks. Nobody move here. It sucks. Well, because. <laughs> I live a
0: little bit further away from Alice, and I live in a small town. Yeah, um, that's probably a lot better. It's No, it's worse. Oh. I'm telling you, people still have fucking Trump flags out. And I'm like, good God.
1: He lost people. I'm
0: like, just give it up.
1: Yeah. Just I can't believe he's going to run in 2024.
0: I didn't think he was going to. He's I saw the DeSantis now. Well, I don't
1: know. One. I hope so. He's campaigning, though. Oh, good Lord. Yep. He is off his rocker, man.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure you all have kind of figured out where our thought processes
1: are yeah. on a lot of things. He's totally. He's lost it.
0: Yeah. So. Anyway,
1: I'm not sorry if I offended anyone.
0: <laughs> well, I've just I, at this point in time, I've hit like, especially with all the stuff that's going on with the Supreme Court, I've hit a point oh. where I just don't even fucking care anymore.
1: It makes. I it don't care to so like
0: not to not um, like to to tiptoe around people's feelings because as people already know I have a TikTok and I talk about missing kids and some of it I've delved into the foster care system and how many kids go missing within the foster care system and if people don't think that this is going to make everything like an underfunded foster care system and a CPS system like worse it is like you're really not helping yeah. children all these people at all. that
1: are campaigning against uh or camp- campaigning for abortion laws. I don't see them going out and filling out applications for adoption. No. I don't see them adopting many many children to make sure that they're not sitting in our foster system. But
0: it's but it's like people said it's not it's not just children not adopting children. It's that they want to adopt white pretty children.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's you're the totally minority
0: right. groups that are really gonna be fucked over in all of this. Mm-hmm. They want white pretty children.
1: Yeah, it's horrible. and the
0: verbiage like the whole entire um, domestic supply of infants.
1: What the fuck is that? Yeah, like it's a like it's a commodity. Yeah, it's horrible. I I can't as a person who has made a conscious decision to not have children and I still have a uterus and I'm still in childbearing years, it scares the hell out of me because I have health conditions that would be very dangerous if I were pregnant.
0: Well, so on a very personal level, because my husband is one of those people who's like, I am i don't get involved in politics, so he doesn't vote. That's awful to say. That pisses me off. So that's awful to say, but he's just... He's been that way. So I was talking to him about this whole entire thing. And finally, like, he was just like, I don't, I, I, I'm not involved in politics. And finally, I looked at him and I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give it, give it to you straight. Prior to getting pregnant with my oldest, who's not his, I was, I had an ectopic pregnancy. Mm,
1: it's dangerous, girl. And I said,
0: do you understand the possibility of, like the actual statistics on the chance of me having another one. Now, say it's like Maryland and had states, multiple too. Yeah, there's some states that are trying to make it so you can't, or you have to replant it, or whatever. I said replant it. Yeah, like they like oh, I think Ohio. What the fuck? Just introduced. This That's not one. even possible. No, it's not. And so I was like, I was like, are you prepared? to raise our children on your own if i end up dying from nectopic pregnancy now all of a sudden he's talking about us oh,
1: because he, he doesn't understand it i've been listening or like reading all of these like twitter and facebook comments where they're reposting things from like middle-aged white men that shows that they like blatantly just don't understand how the female body works no. Like one person was like, oh, I thought that you started getting milk, like having milk come in, like whenever you got your period, like it came with puberty and you just have it forever. (laughs) Huh? I can't help but laugh. (laughs) There's people out there that don't understand that you don't pee out of your like same hole that you bleed out of. Like they don't understand that like the vagina and the urethra and the cervix are all different things. No, it's different. Yeah. So when you had your ectopic, did you have to have a DNC? How did they get it out?
0: So what ended up happening with me, I was very fortunate. And actually, I was told by my OBGYN that I got very lucky. So they found I had I had, had some issues. And I ended up in the ER because I was having a lot of pain. Um, so I went to, I didn't even know I was pregnant. And so they gave me a pregnancy test um i was pregnant this was the one i got pregnant on on antibiotics people oh yeah
1: because when you take an antibiotic it can interfere with the efficacy of an oral um contraceptive but get this i actually because it's only certain antibiotics
0: or at least that's what i was correct correct i googled it to make sure the antibiotic i was taking was fine
1: this is why you can't count on google for everything people. so
0: i tried i like literally did try to do my due diligence yeah. and then got pregnant and Not then, everything
1: you read on the internet's true
0: yeah so then and i you learned
1: that the very hard yeah, way
0: so then i was like okay got pregnant and then so they went in they found the sack in my right tube
1: did you lose your tube
0: no so they this was over at a Catholic hospital. Are you comfortable talking about this on the pod? I'm it's sorry. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. cool, cool. So um, this was over at a Catholic hospital. They And at this ah, point in time... Trinity? Yeah. So at this point in time, I identified as a Catholic. A priest came in and talked to me, and he even said, and the Catholic faith, we believe this is a doomed pregnancy. You're fine to take an abortion Aww. pill. So they... Although you were, did it with a pill? Well... I'm getting I'm Sorry. There. So then they but they couldn't write me the prescription there.
1: Yeah. So they you had to sent go to like women's care center to, or something.
0: They sent me to my OBGYN. And they wanted to run a blood test to see where I was at. And then the blood oh, okay. test was How far along? was lower than what it was the night before. So I was already miscarrying naturally. Oh. So and they said that that hardly ever happens with ectopics so God, i got so, so fucking scary lucky and i think about it now because i'm like okay so then they they sent me home with an ectopic not treating it saint joe
1: i could have oops <laughs> that hospital i swear it kills people it could have i hate that hospital. yeah it could have
0: burst in that short period of time and i could have died you,
1: yeah Or like, I have a friend who had one that they lost their tube. It did burst. They lost their tube, and they were already undergoing fertility um, treatments.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I'm only telling you guys this because this is just some things to think about because there are there are states trying to pass this stuff. Like if, and thankfully, I did it. Natural. It was natural. Um, I didn't have to take a pill. I didn't
1: have to, um, but yeah, I think the moral of the story is you did everything right to prevent that pregnancy aside from abstaining and you still were pregnant. Like I have an implant, so like it's not affected by the same things that an oral contraceptive would be affected by because it's just a steady, like it's not affected the same way, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But so I'm doing everything except abstaining. I am a married woman. Um, and if I were to get pregnant, like that scares the hell out of me because I have, it's called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and it's the hypermobility type. But essentially my body produces um, mutated protein, which affects literally or not protein collagen which affects literally like every part of your body and it affects the elasticity of your organs and stuff like that too. Yeah. So the the probability of my cervix not being able to hold closed to support that pregnancy is very slim. Like it could yeah. be very dangerous. Yeah. So it scares the hell out of me.
0: Yeah, the I think I think the whole point of all of this is that I think people just have to realize that, you know, you might feel strongly about, you know, certain things, but you have to understand that there's there's other factors externally yeah. that every single woman has to deal with that are is gonna factor into why or why not they wanna have a child and
1: yeah. whether or not it's safe and I mean everything. in my opinion Um, Abortion as a birth control method, Mm -hmm. like, is not appropriate. Like, you shouldn't just be careless and be sleep, like, having sex and not be on any contraceptive, but know that you don't want a child. Yeah. Like, and then just using abortion to fix any mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... In some respect, it's your fucking choice. So, I, I mean, even though I feel that way, if somebody does it, I'm not going to tear them down for it right. because that's their body and that's their choice, you know? Well,
0: somebody did point out a interesting thing, and I didn't even think about this until they pointed it out. If people are using it quite often, mm-hmm. what are the chances that they're getting safe and effective birth control? Like, and it's affordable to them. Like, because... So, I thought about that, and I was like, "I never even thought about that because some people are have trouble accessing that kind of thing, yeah. I know that it like some now, I know that there are some people that probably just are say, Fuck it and
1: do what they they want to do and not even take birth. Control yeah, but anymore. access and education are also big issues, yeah. also, like, if you're below the age of consent and you're pregnant, I don't think abortion should be a question." Like, because it's rape, period. If yeah. you're under the age of consent, it's rape. Yeah. So. Anyways. We that's, went on a
0: whole abortion tangent.
1: But it's important. It's important.
0: I want to point out, though, I know that we have somebody that listens to us in Norway. Hi. Anyway, um, apparently their abortion rate is only 1% in their socialized country.
1: It's because they have... great access to health care yeah
0: women feel safe and comfortable having children yeah and that's important
1: yeah america does nothing to support women with children or women pregnancies there is not affordable accessible child care there is not affordable medical care to give birth it costs over 10 grand to give birth and that's if nothing goes wrong yeah um there's no access to um, we don't have education, universal child care. We yep. don't have universal health care.
0: Yep. We don't have universal maternity like there's no leaf. paid maternity. Yeah, leaf. we don't have paid maternity. You have leaf. to have
1: short term or long term
0: disability to do that. Now, some companies are great and they will provide that. Kind it's of still stuff, rare, but it's very, very rare in our country. So, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole in a country sin.
1: where the lower class is growing significantly, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that's important. And on top of that, you're forcing these people to have children that they don't want. You're going to overload the foster care system, which is already very poorly run and very, very much in need of foster parents because nobody even wants to foster kids anymore, let alone adopt them. Yeah. It's just horrible. And then you have these kids that are aging out of the system with no guidance and no support system. It's terrible. Ugh.
0: I just worry about what's gonna inevitably happen with our foster care system and all these children and, oh god. Makes, I'm makes me sick.
1: really hoping that the federal push for abortion protection goes through the Congress but it's a rough I think, one.
0: I think they already like, voted on it last week oh. and it didn't go through. Shit. I think they would have to do something. They gotta do something. Mitch
1: McConnell is rotting from the inside, literally, and he needs to just be done with. Congress. I
0: didn't know that there was a whole ass congressman who's a Democrat that's basically a Republican that's in
1: disguise. He's caucusing as a Republican, or as a Democrat, but he's got Republican beliefs. And he did that because the state that he lives in is Democrat, Democrat, and he knew that he would get more votes that way. Yep. Fucking ridiculous. That should not be legal. That is, that is um, like misrepresentation. It's fraud. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Now that we went on a whole list. <laughs> well, that's, that's all right.
0: It's okay. We, we've, we're trying like a new uh, format kind of thing. So we're talking about like, we'll talk about some current events and chatty chat, and then we'll get to the story. Yep. So we have a format that
1: we're We're trying with. really hard to like be professional.
0: Yes. As professional as we
1: can without having a script. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm super excited about this story because I literally don't know what you're doing. So okay. let's go.
0: All right. So. Um,
1: all righty. So. you t- you So you said that you sent me a text on this dude. Yeah. I would sent you a text on this dude. It doesn't really narrow it down much because we text.
0: We text a lot, a lot. about <laughs> true crime stuff. Um. But, yes, so he grabbed my attention real quick once I saw it. And I think this is going to be worse than Ed Yeen, in my opinion. If it's who I think it is, then yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, if you're listening to this, uh, trigger warning. And uh, maybe take a shot. <laughs> um, get the kids out of the room. Get the kids out of the room. This is going to be a ride. Maybe adjust
1: to an unacceptable volume if you're working. And yeah. You're <laughs> worried about your coworkers hearing. This is going to be a wild ride, okay? <laughs> um, what I will
0: say is, though, prior to all this, is this person was a liar as well. He's a bad person, and he was a liar. So some of the information can't really give you a lot of answers for, and the timelines, I, I literally sat there and did a timeline on a piece of paper, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. But it. we're going with it. All right. So in 1998, I'm grabbing your attention right now. In 1998, Joseph, Joseph Metheny stood trial for the murder of Kimberly Lynn Spicer, to which he was found guilty and sentenced to death. Actually, he was sentenced to life on this one.
1: Oh, oh, okay.
0: (laughs) On this one. Later that year, he pleaded guilty to the murder of Kathy Ann Mazinger. And he was sentenced to death in her. Because he also robbed her.
1: Oh, that's what pushed him over. Yeah, that's what pushed him <laughs> over. <laughs> the thievery.
0: <laughs> During trial, he's quoted in saying, "I cut the meat up and put some of it in Tupperware bowls, then put it in a freezer. I opened up a little open beef, open pit beef stand. I had what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> By the meat, you mean their bodies? Yoke." He opened up a stand, yes. a.k.a. he was selling this shit to people? Yeah. Just wait. I had real
0: roast beef and pork sandwiches. They were very good. The human pot body tastes very similar to pork. If you mix it together, no one can tell the difference.
1: I'm literally speechless right now. What? This motherfucker was mixing people with roast beef and selling it on sandwiches and and pork.
0: It tastes like pork. I'm telling you right now, if I start laughing, it's because I'm uncomfortable. Like, this is very uncomfortable. Like, I was actually listening to some YouTube videos on this person and I was getting queasy. Girl, (laughs) my jaw is on the fucking floor right now. Just wait. He gets worse. What? He later went on to say, The words I'm sorry will never come out, for they would be a lie. I'm more than willing to give up my life for what I have done to have God judge me and send me to hell for eternity. I just enjoyed it.
1: I mean, there are some things I would say that about, but they don't include murdering, slaughtering, and selling human meat two other unsuspecting individuals that are now cannibals
0: yeah they cannibalized unknowingly that that was that was my whole thing in all of this okay that's like we're not even just gonna wait until the end to give my opinion in all of this okay yeah my whole thing is that okay jeffrey Dahmer. okay you cannibal he cannibalized pretty fucking awful. You're pretty fucking evil human
1: being. But you're a special well, he just kind did it of, out of fucking curiosity, right? Like he just was curious.
0: Well, you're a special kind of fucked up in my mind. Special kind of evil he, to he, fucking take human beings, put it into food, and not only just give it to them, but sell it.
1: Yeah. There are very few um societal taboos that will make me speechless or like Exceptionally reactive and cannibalism is one of them, but it pushes it over the edge when he's causing others to unknowingly cannibalize. Well, that's so fucked up. Well, and, and then, this is the first like sentence. This is the first <laughs> sentence of the story.
0: This is the first page. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the end of the page. Girl, let
1: me take another drink of my vodka coffee. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, day I was, drinking on a
1: Sunday. Afternoon. I was getting
0: queasy listening to some of this.
1: This is so fucked up. Yeah. Um that is so fucked up. Girl, girl, girl. Right.
0: So as I've said, um Joseph wasn't the most truthful human being in the world. So, not a whole lot is known about his actual childhood. So, we're going to the very beginning to discuss how did we get here, okay? So, not much is known about his childhood, but he was born March 2nd, 1953, in Baltimore, Maryland. Not quite an Aries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, he I digress. He was one of six kids. Oh, wow. Um, his father was an alcoholic who died in a car accident when he was six. Sounds about right. Um, according to Joe, I'm telling you, according to Joe. This is the
1: guy? Joe? Yeah. Joe. Joseph. Methany. Joe Metheny. Metheny. Um, is that how you really say it? Metheny? Mm-hmm. Like Bethany, but with an Bethany, M? Bethany,
0: but with an M. Okay. Um. Joe
1: re- reports that he was neglected by his
0: mother and he was sent to live with fosters which it wasn't really foster care it It was was just just like like a foster people that were willing to take him yeah that's what he claims okay um he so he claims that he bounced from family to family essentially
1: he was basically couch surfing his entire youth
0: basically what do you
1: know what order he was in the line of children
0: no i don't know um there like i said there's not a lot known about his actual
1: childhood which blows my mind because this guy is fucked you'd think that somebody would have done a deep dive and stuff really gone into it and at this point in time i've never heard of him which blows my mind kills me that your husband knew about him and i didn't
0: yeah i was kind of blown away by that
1: (laughs) thanks brandon yeah (laughs) why didn't you tell me about this sooner why were you hiding this from us (laughs)
0: His mother, on the other hand, at one point in time, he even said that his mother was dead, but she she wasn't dead.
1: Maybe he just wished she was.
0: Um, his mother, on the other hand, her name is Jean Metheny. I I couldn't even find his dad's name. Um, on the other hand, says that this was none of this is true. She said that even so, since her husband died, um. She did have to work quite a bit. She worked multiple jobs. She worked double shift. So she wasn't always home, but they had a pretty normal childhood, although they were slightly poor. Um, they always had um, a roof over their head. They had food on the table. They had a relatively normal life and a pretty good
1: childhood. So he was a pathological liar.
0: Essentially. So or, or she was. That's what it sounds like. Um, that he was the, in fact, the liar, cause I'll go on. Um, be- she said that he was an above average student and was a polite kid. Like he was a good kid. Wow. She said, or er, so he said it when he was 19, it's 19 or 18, 19. The dates kind of differ depending on where you look, but it was in 1973. He joined the army. Um, and there's not a lot of record on his military career, but he said that he was in Vietnam, which... What year was he born? Uh, fifty fifty three. Oh, okay. Could have so been. he said that he was in Vietnam. His mom says she has no recollection that he was ever in Vietnam, but he was in Germany.
1: Okay. Um, and she That's has... That's not where Vietnam is. She has <laughs>
0: recollection of that, and there are records to prove that he was in Germany, but there's no records to prove he was ever in Vietnam. Lying liar. Also, I want to point he out to claim you. Claim that he
1: had some injury and got a purple heart, too.
0: No. <laughs> that I have not seen. Um, however, I want to point out to you that I actually looked up the dates of Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. And Vietnam ended in early April or late April of 1975. Okay. So depend on where he would have been been and stationed and
1: it kind of don't make sense what so what year was he in the military
0: he started in 73 so depending on like so say for example he signed up late 73 it doesn't matter you have to
1: go through boot camp and all that like there's like another step after boot camp too yeah so i can't remember what it's called but it's like specific mo training. like whatever your mm -hmm. mo is you get specific training and then you're sent out to live active duty yeah so
0: it really didn't make sense and a lot of people point out that it wouldn't have made sense for him to be
1: in Vietnam. No, he's a liar. He's a fucking liar. It doesn't so if he No, just no, no. Yeah. Yeah. So there
0: there really is no record of it.
1: I mean, if there's Either anybody way. out there that has better knowledge about this than us, that'd be great cuz I really don't. It doesn't have mean- knowledge, but in my opinion, based on what I know that you go through boot camp, and then there's an additional training period after that. I would assume that would last at least 18 months. So even if he was in Vietnam, it would have been a very short period of time. But you're saying that he was in Germany and there's records so, of that.
0: I think that like, so training, like your boot camp is about three months. I'm not sure how long the actual training for your specific career career is after that um, but it still doesn't it, it really don't it doesn't seem to jive for me but anyway so while he was in the army though he did become involved it's with called SOI
1: or school of Intra- infantry and that's for the marines What what army AIT that's the next step after basic combat training yeah and that's when you learn the necessary skills, discipline, and work ethic you need to perform your specific army job, otherwise referred to your MO or modus operandi.
0: Yeah. So it really doesn't make sense. But either way, he was in the army. We, we do know that. While he was in the army, he became involved with drugs, uh, specifically heroin and cocaine. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. He didn't just... He didn't even just, like, dabble. He no. went straight to 100. He, he went right in. Holy fuck. Um, Where's the gateway drug, God damn it!
0: <laughs> so his mother said that through all of this, they kind of drifted apart. And even when he came back, like, she didn't see him for, like, 10 years after he, he came wasn't back. wasn't the same person. No. So after leaving the military... um. Like I said, really date unknown on that one. Um, He went back to Baltimore where he continued to use drugs and drifted in and out of the South Baltimore homeless community. Wow. So they had had like homeless camps. Yeah. In this area. And he was kind of drifting in and out. Ironically enough, despite his substance abuse and the fact that he was in and out of homeless camps, he was able to hold down jobs. What? So I've seen two different jobs. He was a forklift operator and a truck driver.
1: And he literally was probably just spending all his money on drugs. Yes. And sleeping on the streets and in shelters. Mm-hmm. So Oh my god. He was a forklift operator, like on, on
0: drugs. On drugs? Truck driver. On drugs. Holy
1: fucking shit. You're welcome. Good God. Give you nightmares. That's... Ter that's more terrifying than <laughs> I'm eating people. In my opinion, um, his employers just. Descri- that was a joke, just for the record. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: couldn't pick up on that one. Um, his employers described him as intelligent,
1: well mannered, and well spoken. Wait, he could speak? Like, was he just microdosing on heroin? Like, is that a thing? He's like, I just need a little to get well. <laughs> he also apparently was um, an alcoholic as well. Yeah, I'm really sorry that I'm joking about addiction, but.
0: At this point, I have to do something because this is so fucked up. Yeah, this dude did such horrendous things. You kind of have to laugh. Yeah. Also, like,
1: I have a really fucked sense of humor. So whatever. It is what it is. If you don't like it, turn it off. (laughs) Says Larry the llama that I squeeze when I'm can't. So Larry the llama. I'm
0: really (laughs) mascot. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really not
1: trying to body shame here.
0: But the ironic thing in all of this is that um, he was known as
1: Tiny. Which was a... Gotta uh, be a joke. Yeah. What's it called? An oxymoron.
0: (laughs) Because this man was like six foot one, um, anywhere from 450 to 500 pounds. Yeah. He was a big...
1: Dude. When you sent me the pictures of him, I literally thought it was a picture of a bloated like corpse that had been <laughs> dead for a long time. No shit. I'm sad I'm dead ass serious. That's what I thought it was. These are this is from two fluffy girls, okay? Yeah, I'm not
0: trying to body shame here. It's just interesting. Um through all of this, at some point, Joe met a woman. I never was able to confirm whether or not they were married. I've heard wife. I've heard girlfriend. He referred to as old lady.
1: Maybe it was a. Um,
0: how long were they together?
1: Good question. What's, what's the pieces? term when you're just. Oh, common law. Maybe it was a common law marriage.
0: Maybe. But he referred to as
1: old, old lady. Um, That always makes me suspicious. Yeah.
0: In all of this, they had a child, a boy. What? She was addicted to drugs as well. He was addicted to drugs as well. But at this point, he did. He must have put a roof over their head because there was a roof at some point.
1: They had a house.
0: They had a house or a trailer or something.
1: Poor child. Because
0: a lot of this story then goes to a trailer. Anyway, so they had a child together, a boy. And... At yeah, d- d- kind of a mess. Anyway, <laughs> I don't have good things to say right now. Like, I'm just like, what? Um, So, in 1994, Joe was working as a truck driver, and he would often work overtime. And one night, he came home from work. This is what set him off, apparently, according to him. Um, One night he came home and the old lady was gone. Was
1: the baby there? Everything
0: was gone. And they took their, he, he, she had taken the son, who he says at this point in time was six years old.
1: Something happened. He probably beat the shit out of her. She was sick of dealing with his shit. Something happened. Something.
0: Well, he was mad, obviously. (laughs) Angry, pissed off. He didn't know where she was. Um, he found out six months later, and I'm not really sure, I'm I'm assuming he was looking for her, because he found out that, uh, she had moved across town with another man, and she lost custody of the six-year-old. No shit. Due to abuse, neglect. So did he go into the system, or? He went into the system. Poor baby. He didn't feel that he could get him back. No, obviously due to the fact that he had drugs. But yeah. he says due to his criminal history. But his criminal history, when I was looking it up, didn't seem like it was that bad.
1: like was, his record was just like, mm, it he was got a couple of stra- traffic. It sucks. was like
0: assaults.
1: OK, that's a big deal.
0: Like, I think probably like fights due to like, like bar fights or I would assume like he was an
1: alcoholic. I mean, heroin's not going to make you fight. It's going to make you pass the fuck out. So I would assume these fights were
0: probably more drinking
1: yeah. in a bar or something.
0: It, it wasn't like even his lawyers say it wasn't really a substantial history, but like I think if he probably would have cleaned his ass up, yeah, he probably could have gotten his kid back
1: easier said than done, I guess. Yeah, also, that is he was true, a piece of and shit, as we know.
0: Addiction is rough, but um, so anyway, she lost custody of him, and one night he found out that, and oh. Al- to mention she was also out prostituting herself for drugs to make it even I was wondering if that worse. was going to come up. Yeah. So he was mad even madder than he re- obviously because was because she was
1: prostituting?
0: No, because she lost custody. He was he was mad when she left. He got even angrier when he lo- when she lost custody. I mean, that's understandable, but so he then finds out one night that She's out with this guy under a bridge getting high with two homeless dudes. So he goes to find her. He goes to find her. And instead of finding her, he in fact finds the two homeless dudes under this bridge. Oh. And they were like passed out on a mattress.
1: His, under a bridge. Yeah. A mattress under a bridge.
0: His Gross. two names. That
1: gives me the heebie jeebies.
0: Yeah. The name of these two homeless men were Randall Brewer and Randy Pike. Jeez. Randy Squared. I call them Randy yeah, Squared.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is. Randy Squared. Randy and Randy. Yeah. Randall and Randy. They were
0: passed out on this dirty ass mattress. Gross. And he's, I guess, just snapped, took an axe, and chopped their asses up. Did he leave them there? He left them there to make could matters you imagine? could make matters even worse. He then that same night goes and lures a prostitute underneath this bridge. I've seen this bridge. I initially I'm sitting there reading this whole thing going, "Oh my god, how big is this bridge?" It's small. Like, no, it's pretty big. Mm. Um, but I initially I'm like, how big is this damn bridge that you don't notice two chopped up homeless people. But anyway, he lures this prostitute under underneath. Unfortunately, I could not find names of these people.
1: Of the prostitute of the prostitute. Female prostitute or male prostitute? Female
0: prostitute. Okay. Um lures her underneath there with drugs. Um he gets her high and starts asking her like about his old lady. To try and find her whereabouts? Yeah. She said she she said she didn't know. He said she acted like she didn't know. So he beat her, raped her, and <gasps> killed her. Threw her into the, some bushes. Oh, my
1: God. Goes and
0: finds another prostitute and does the same exact fucking thing.
1: So this isn't considered a serial killer at this point. This is considered mass murder.
0: Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So does the same thing
1: holy shit underneath this bridge drugs are is this all in broad daylight this was at night did he bring the axe with him i believe so did he use it on the prostitute too i don't think so oh geez well i have so many questions yeah (laughs) i'm sorry so he does the
0: same thing to her um and then he goes to put her into a bush as well And sees that there's a fisherman. So it is in daylight. I believe it's, this was at night, I believe.
1: Somebody's just randomly fishing at night? You'd be surprised. (laughs) Probably.
0: So he grabs a steel pipe. He grabs a steel pipe, takes the steel pipe, and runs up on this fisherman and bashes his head in. Jesus. So then. No
1: witnesses, man.
0: To make this even more fucked up, he then decides he's going to take the two prostitutes and the fishermen, tie like um, rocks around them, and dumps them into the river. To like weigh them down. Leaves the fucking. Homeless men, homeless men on the the thing. He's he cleans on himself drugs. up. Yeah, he leaves himself or he cleans himself up, cleans up the area as best as he can, and he leaves. That's crackers. Now he says this was like the tipping point. He freaked the fuck out. That's this. That's when this all happened. Because I read his like confession. Um. That's what he says was, like, the tipping point. And he said, initially, it was all, like, a crime of passion. He was angry. He was pissed off. And then he realized he likes it. And this is where we get into other shit. That's
1: crackers. So... Just crackers.
0: Initially, they find... The police find these homeless men. And they go and arrest um joseph i don't know exactly how they figured out it was him maybe just like because of the fact that he found out where his old lady was and that he was with that she was with these two homeless men so maybe that's how they kind of figured it all out but either way two and a half weeks later he gets arrested for the murder of these two men he sits in jail for 18 months before it goes to trial and within a week it's basically thrown out for lack of evidence
1: he's out there's one thing I can say about the community of people who are sex workers and that is that word of mouth spreads fast and they know that they need to be looking out for certain things and be aware of certain things every case I've ever listened to um, where it involved the community of sex workers it like they knew they knew and they were great resources too so yeah
0: yeah well it was just i couldn't i couldn't believe it like yeah but he says this is this is it so the whole thing gets thrown out so at one point in time, this all could have been fucking stopped, <laughs> but it didn't.
1: <laughs> Thank you, American justice system. So
0: then, when he gets out, he goes back to his former employee, asks for his job back. They give him his job back. He, they tell him to. They offer him a trailer on the property, so he can kind of like live there and keep an eye on. Oh my gosh, the property
1: fucking. Employers are like. He was acquitted. Sent, dude. He was
0: acquitted, apparently. And he was a good employee, I guess.
1: They gave him a place to live. They gave
0: him a place to live. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: So he's living on the property in a trailer. Now, this is, I mean, some of the stuff is like sketchy as it is. But. Let's just move on. Okay. So.
1: This is what you found.
0: So he says that he was living in this trailer. The property was at a dead, en- a dead end of the road and it was very secluded. Um, it's in November of 1996. He lures Kimberly Spicer back to his trailer uh, with the promise of drugs. She is a young prostitute, unfortunately. Her family, I was writing some of the testimony or some of the interviews with her family, and it's devastating because it sounded like she got into a fight with her mother. She left that night or um, around the time this all happened, and then oh she my was lured.
1: It's, so, her mom was probably just thinking, like, this is temporary. We're going to work it out. She's going to come home. And then, no, she's not.
0: Yeah. It's uh. devastating. Um, so, we lured her back to the trailer. Um, as she gets in the door, he stabs her. And then he dismembers her.
1: Like, he didn't even wait.
0: No. He dismembers her. Oh, my gosh. And all of the things that he described...
1: That's what happened. So he put the pieces in containers and froze them, and then when does he open up this meat stand? So he realizes that may be
0: a great way to get rid of the evidence. Evidence is to open up a stand.
1: Was he already eating it by the time he?
0: He said he tried it to to make sure it would. That's so. So he opens up this stand, and apparently it was. Su- if
1: I was, it found was successful. Out, yeah, if I found out that I was a customer of this place, I would need serious therapy.
0: We're talking veganism from now on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like holy fucking shit, dude. So, at some like
0: at some point in all of this, um, he runs out of his special meat because he's saying, like. This is successful. He's getting a lot of business from this. And he runs out of a special meat and he needs more. So on December 8th, 2016, he lures this woman named Rita Kemper back to his trailer.
1: Wait, I have a question. What was his motive for killing Kimberly Spicer? Did he have a motive? Let me get there. Oh, I'm sorry. Because that was the first one. Um. We're getting okay because he doesn't have a mo. like his sole motive for killing Rita is to restock his quote unquote special meat. He likes it. That's he likes the meat or he likes the killing. He likes the killing.
0: So he lures Rita back to his trailer. He sexually assaults her beats her and then he says he turned around for just a second. And she ran out the fucking door.
1: Good, Rita. Go, bitch. Go. She
0: runs out the fucking door. There's a big fence around this property. She runs up. Like, she manages to find, like, a a stack of pallets. Like, eight pallets. Climbs up the pallets and jumps over the fence. Hell yeah. You go, girl. She gets out of there. She finds uh, a truck was passing her by. And... He stopped, the truck driver stops, she gets in, and they
1: go to the police. This is so suspenseful. Like, I'm just, like, in awe right now. So. Hell yeah, girl. At this point. Hell yeah.
0: Oh, and then he's quoted in saying, like, he's quoted in saying, she says that he said to her, I'm going to kill you and bury you out back with all the other girls. Oh, fuck. We're getting here. We're getting here. Just wait. Just wait. So. In December, uh, December 15th, 1996, Joe is like, must be flipping out because he hasn't disposed of all the remains of Kimberly. So he contacts a friend to help him bury him, bury her, to get rid of her. And the <laughs> friend must be like, no, I ain't playing this game. Goes to the police. Good. And that's when he gets arrested. Now... Now we get back to some of this.
1: When was he arrested? So, December 15th, that same day. Okay. So Oh, I know why nobody's heard of him. Because John Bonet happened December 25th of the same year. Mm. And it was international news.
0: And that would be it.
1: So it was covered up.
0: So when he gets to the police, Joe just starts confessing.
1: He just spills his guts? Oh, like, he spills, no
0: provocation? He spills, his guts. he spills his guts. Not only had he killed Kimberly, he claims to have killed, like, multiple other women. Good God. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't just Kimberly. And I don't know if he was doing disposing of their remains in other ways as well. Uh, but we know Kim was one
1: of them. Oh, my God. Goodness this gracious. is
0: when he starts taking, he admits to killing the homeless men, but they still, obviously he's already stood trial for that bullshit and it was acquitted.
1: Yeah. So he can't really
0: do it again. Nope.
1: Double uh, double jeopardy, right?
0: Yep. So he takes the police to different areas. Um, They find uh, Kathy. They do find Kathy. Um,
1: in the but river?
0: No, she was um, buried in the back. <sighs> that story is fucked up. Um, but they find Kathy. And this is where the timeline doesn't make sense because she was killed in 1994. So it really doesn't make sense. But she was buried he- in his backyard? in the property out back behind his work from
1: two years prior but yeah. he worked there before yeah
0: but so maybe he just buried her well before. here's where the timeline doesn't make sense and why where his motives don't make sense okay. he says that he killed these five people on that one night out of passion
1: like in the heat he of he killed
0: them in august or no is it august he killed them in 1995, in the summer of 1995.
1: So a whole year and a half prior, basically, to him being arrested.
0: So he he claims to have killed, or she was killed in 1994. And he killed those other people in 1995. So his story of it was passion doesn't fucking make sense.
1: I mean... Unless he had two, like, instances where he, quote, unquote, snapped, like, in a fit of drug-induced rage or something.
0: Yeah. So, but he, they do find her, um, they find her, her clothes separate from her. And when he confessed, he said that he came back, like, six months after he had murdered her and found her skull and then had sex with it. <gasps>
1: that's some ed kemper shit dude that's fucking nasty he fucked her skull yeah a year after he buried it six months he said it was
0: cleaned off and he had sex with it
1: how do you clean off a decomposing skull
0: it was cleaned off when he found it
1: because it was in the water was that one of the ones in the water
0: to be honest i don't know no she wasn't in the water oh, ever okay. they never found those bodies
1: So they don't even know if that's the truth.
0: They don't even know if that's the truth. A lot of these people, so he, the numbers have changed. They're skewed. Um, In total, they say 10, possibly more. And then I've heard 10 in addition to the ones that we already know.
1: Man. So,
0: and then he said, like, he said that he snapped in 1995 That one night. But then he says that he was killing people all the way back in 1976. Like, the numbers are so skewed. Well, and we don't know what's true and what's not. Because
1: he's a fucking liar. He's pathological. So. Exactly. uh, So. I mean, he could be just pleading just to plead. Like, trying to claim more than. What he did. For notoriety. Mm -hmm. Some part of me has
0: wondered maybe he really didn't, like, feed people human bodies either. But I don't know. Like that's some sick ass shit. That's some sick ass shit to come up with and say. I mean But he he was a sick ass dude. That's for I damn couldn't sure. I could not
1: even venture to imagine if you could mix shaved human like meat with roast beef or roast pork. Okay, so Or pulled pork. <laughs> or whatever, and not notice the difference. So I've heard a couple, (laughs) have you ever heard of it called as long pork? What? Yeah. Long pork? Yeah. L-O-N-G? Long. Spell it. L-O-N-G, Oh, okay. No?
0: Gross? They call human body long pork, because supposedly we do taste like pork.
1: Like the one meat in the world that doesn't taste like chicken.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: Gross. But that's what I'm saying. So he's not off from what I've heard. From what I've, I don't have public, I don't have knowledge of this <laughs> myself. Like, never tried it. Don't intend to. Because um, that's fucked up.
1: Uh, I recently watched a movie on Hulu. I think it's called Fresh. Hi, it's kind of tangentially related to this. The guy is basically has this h- high-profile network of people who pay thousands and thousands of dollars for human meat to cook as meals. Oh, God. But they pay so much because it also comes with, like, artifacts of their clothing and stories about who they were and pictures of them. Yeah, it's like a collector's thing. How horrible is that? Yeah, it's fucked up. But the movie's okay, I guess. (laughs) Eat it with with a nice Chianti and fava beans.
0: But that's... I mean, yeah, so if what I've heard is accurate, yeah, he could mix it with pork and you'd never know. That's fucked. Anyway. This is so messed up. My brain. My brain. I don't have a whole lot to say, to be honest. (laughs) So... There... He also was charged with the murder as well as uh, of Tony Lynn in grass, in gracia? Okay. Ingrassia Ingrassia I-N-G-R-A-S-S-I-A Ingrassia um, Ingrassia But they know. once again he was acquitted for lack of evidence i.e. there really was no body from my understanding
1: So how did they even tie her to him? He, was that one he, that had he to confessed have, to? I think that's one he just confessed to. Jeez. Um, but Why would you re- waste taxpayer resources if literally all you had was a confession?
0: Well, and I mean, there was a lot of, like I said, there was, like, ones that he said that he murdered that they really never went after him for.
1: Because they probably didn't have I mean,
0: any evidence. I mean, Tony... Could have been one of the ones that he killed under the bridge. Yeah. Because I never really found out how that, where that even came from. Yeah. Or it could have been one that he lured back to his trailer. Because he says he lured other people back to his trailer in addition to Kimberly and Rita.
1: So, I mean. The moral of this story really is don't give a place to live to people that you don't know. Right. And maybe sometimes people that you know. Yeah. So, A.K.A. Jeffrey Dahmer living in his grandma's house.
0: <laughs> well, and then, like, you may think you know someone, but apparently you don't.
1: You never truly do. You only know what they want you to know. Really.
0: So, in 1997, he was found guilty of kidnapping Rita and was sentenced to 50 years in prison. Finally. Then, in 1998... Rita's a badass, dude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> She's the one who escaped.
0: Mm-hmm. Woo! Go, bitch. Go. In 1998, he was found guilty of the murder of Kimberly Spicer. And he, with that, he got life. Um, That's the one
1: in, the one that he lured to the trailer and mm-hmm. made it into pulled pork. Yeah. Ugh. Uh,
0: he got life in prison without parole. And then he pleaded guilty to the murder of Kathy Ann uh, Mag- Magzinger in 1998 as well. And that was for the murder and robbery of her. Um, and then he was sentenced. The prosecution went for the death penalty penalty on this one. And they got it. But then in 2000, that was overturned to just life in prison. Oh, because of, like, state changes. They said that that was just due. No, they said that that was because. So, like I said, her body was found in a different place than her clothes, so they got him for robbery on that, and that was like an aggravating factor. Right. You know, let's let's ignore the fact that he was serving pe- people to other people. Um, but that was an aggravating factor. So because they dropped that because they couldn't they. They basically argued that just because her clothes were found in a different area doesn't mean that he robbed her. So that was dropped. So then, therefore, the sentence was commuted to life in prison.
1: And... You know what's crazy is, like, you have a better appeals process if you're on death row versus just, like, life without parole.
0: Another argument for why there shouldn't be death penalty, really. It's a
1: waste of resources.
0: Um And then in 2017, he was found dead in his cell.
1: Oh, really? hmm Suicide or
0: homicide? They said that they were investigating his cause of death, and I looked into potential causes of death. Didn't, Not nothing. Nothing. A... Nothing was ever released. I don't know. Maybe, like, he was killed and they've kept it quiet. Maybe he just straight up had a heart attack. I questioned that one, too. That dude was big. He was a big
1: boy. Yeah.
0: You know his heart is working on overload.
1: Same, girl. Like same. I said, I'm
0: really trying not to body shame. But it is... It's hard to have respect for people who did not have respect for anybody else. Boy was fucked up. Woohoo! Um, but this is, like, one of those ones that was really... was quite interesting but very hard at the same time because there's information that's missing. Yeah. There's... And there's, like... There was inconsistency in facts. Facts. Where was this guy from again? Baltimore? Baltimore.
1: Damn, dude. There was
0: inconsistency.
1: Um, quite honestly... Baltimore for a very long time was known as the Myrtle capital of the country, so I would guess that they were completely bogged down with other cases. It's a very violent city because of the, um, poverty rate there, um people in desperate situations take desperate measures. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, that could probably lead to the reason why there's not so much information on it, because there really just isn't. They just didn't have the time or the resources to devote to
0: it. I have to say, a lot of... This was very annoying for me. Um, A lot of, like, articles I would pull up on it was from the Baltimore Sun, And you have a limited amount of articles you can pull. Yeah, that aren't without having to pay. Yeah. So it was really hard to find a lot of information when you don't want to pay a subscription to the Baltimore Sun when you're from fucking Indiana. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Like you're just doing research. I'm
0: just doing some research. I just want to know. I wonder
1: if you could email like them and say, "Hey, I'm doing research on this one case that took place." Near you, can you email me articles on it? I bet it would take a while, but... Yeah. Maybe they could do that for you. Yeah. We'll have to look into that. That sucks. Everything's behind a fucking paywall now. Yeah. I understand that, but, like, can't you compensate for paywalls by advertising? Well, and then that's the thing is, like, there's ads all over
0: the ones that I did get for free. I hope to God you can't hear all this because I'm holding up a microphone.
1: No, you couldn't hear anything.
0: Um, that's one of the like the bad parts in all of this is there's ads all over these articles but then they're going to charge you for them. Yeah. Fuck that.
1: Yeah. It's already an inconvenience to close out of all these fucking pop-up ads. Yeah. So that like literally cover your phone screen. mm Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, that was some of the hard parts in this story was that a lot of the articles were behind paywalls that i couldn't access so i would go like from my phone to my computer to another computer to (laughs) like brandon's phone oh that's funny in order to try to pull up these like articles Mm -hmm. that i wanted to access so if anybody has got some good suggestions on that one i would love to know yeah um but yeah so that was some of the complications with this story is that um there just wasn't a whole lot of information. There's, like, pieces and parts missing. Even, like, other people that were talking about this case still didn't have a lot of the information and, like I said, inconsistencies. I even saw inconsistencies in what fucking year he was born. Wow. Yeah. Oof. So, um... But that's the general story. Um. Holy shit, I dolls. think, honestly, I think he actually was fucked up enough to do this and he like his mom seemed to kind of blame all of this on the drugs his I lawyers that, but also blamed like, all
1: of this on the drugs how much is really true is my question how much was embellished how you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. we know he was a liar and an yeah. embellisher well i
0: mean he killed so he killed kathy right hmm In 1994, like I said. Mm -hmm. Killed Kathy in 1994. He then says he snapped in 1995. That's where he snapped. And then he realized he liked killing. But it sounded like he
1: was killing way before this. I find it really hard to believe that there was that big of a break. And, like, he had never done it before when he knew exactly how to, like, rid of her, get rid of her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Well, and then also, like, in some accounts, he was like, he's, he had said that he's been doing this since, like, 1990 or
1: 1976. I mean, who's to say he wasn't doing it in Germany when he was there, you know? Right. Maybe he's an international serial killer. International
0: super spy.
1: Anyway. <laughs> That's what I was thinking as <laughs> it was coming out of my mouth, by the way.
0: um, So, and then some of this, like, some of this is I was almost happy not to know these people's real names because they're just being known as like he's just referring to them as these bitches and crack whores and
1: prostitutes like they don't have a name like it makes me sad though because he's got all this notoriety and we literally like can't pay respect to the women whom he Mm -hmm. murdered
0: or the fishermen yeah or the homeless men yeah it's awful and some of these people
1: were very young. Yeah. It does bother me, and I think about it a lot. And we contribute to this even, but, like, in the event of a serial killer or a murderer, we always remember their name, but we but never we don't remember, the people. remember the names of the victims. It's sad. And I think that I think about it's that. disrespectful. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think about that, too. Um, yeah. I think about that, too, a lot, especially like i've thought about um it would be interesting like and that it would be interesting to talk about some of these victims more in intimate details yeah. about them who were they but where did they come from when was of, their birthday yeah.
1: what did they love what did they do
0: yeah it's got to be but it's it's going to be it would be hard because yeah. Um, Well, in
1: this case, you don't know who the the fuck they are.
0: Yeah, the focus has always been on the killer and what they've done. And what makes them tick and why did they do what they did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that would be real hard, but I would like to try to do that sometime. I agree.
1: So okay well now that we're done with that fucked up ass story yeah <laughs> what have you been up to this week have you read any good books Watched any good movies or shows or listened to any good podcasts or anything like that um read any so, good articles anything uh i did start
0: i did start the um the the one that's on netflix about the guy the doctor that uh
1: had five million children. <laughs> oh, yes. They're, I started watching that, too. He's from Indiana. Yeah. Doug Douglas. Is it Klein? Dr. Doug. Crap. I don't even remember. It's a, I think it's Dr. Doug Klein. But yeah. 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 He, he owned an, a fertility clinic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And a, he says that he was using medical students as sperm donors but he actually was using his own sperm to fertilize these eggs and implant them in these women. Yeah. So they ended up. He kept saying there, there's, there's, between five and ten. There's no more than ten. There's yeah. no more than blood, and it keeps going yeah. up. And then Ancestry.com and Twenty Three yeah. and Me blew that shit out of the water, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. I started watching that too. Yeah. In case you
0: didn't know. I didn't finish it, but um, I started it as well. I, I also started, um, or actually, I finished.
1: Is that called Our Father? Yeah,
0: Our Father. Our it's Father. on Netflix. Yeah. There was another, I'm so, completely transparent, I have three children. Um, you watch
1: Caillou on the reg. So, yeah. Paw well, Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like Disney on Uh-oh. repeat. <laughs> what, what's their favorite movie right now? Encanto?
0: No, um actually they weren't interested in that one really i yeah. loved it i loved it too um but of course toy story is a big oh, one Hell yeah
1: all of them or just the first one or
0: uh all of them they'll watch all of them um and then for whatever reason my middle son who's like three years old absolutely loves that uh, one called turning
1: red oh that's the brand new one i haven't watched mm-hmm. that yet i started to try and i was like this is really weird. That's the one where she turns into a panda.
0: Yeah, like a, a red panda. Uh huh. Yeah, he thinks it's a cat, and he, <laughs> he keeps saying B because our our cat's name is Bella.
1: That's hilarious. And he calls My her My sister's bee. dog name is Bella, and they call her B too. Yeah, her full name is Bellatrix. Like so is Bellatrix mine. Lestrange. Yeah. Shut up. Mean. We've talked about. I think we oh. talked about this before, but yeah, that's hilarious. She's a black cat,
0: and I named her Bellatrix Lestrange, Lestrange because she had like creepy. Uh, green eyes, and now she's just B, and just B. <laughs> <laughs> the evolution of her name B. was that. Yeah. So, uh, it's a B to him. So, um, and then I think one of the I finished earlier in the week. I watched. I think this was was the one on Netflix. The one about uh, John Wayne Gacy.
1: Oh, the Gacy tapes.
0: Yeah. Uh, because Brandon finds him completely and utterly fucking fascinating yes
1: so I've watched two of those like similar ones one was on it was either Discovery Plus or Peacock I can't remember
0: there's one on Peacock that him and I watched a couple months ago too
1: and and that one I watched it and I literally was like this guy has zero redeeming qualities he's (sighs) completely full of shit he's a complete liar he tried to suggest that like there was this big group of murderers that got together yes. and like watched porn and then went out and murdered it was, boys. It and was that quite he had no idea that they were burying these people in his bait in his crawl space.
0: Well, and then at one point in time he he like insinuated that um he was killing all these people as a big ring of people who liked murder
1: porn, ironically. <laughs> No, he straight up said, I didn't know anything about any of these. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't kill anyone. Oh, it was the w- all the ring. They just had access to my basement. <laughs> the thing I that, didn't know why they were digging these the deep one trenches I was, around my crawlspace. I didn't know why it smelled like shit in my house.
0: The one that I was watching, he said, like, he had told his lawyers that, like, at zero hour of him, like getting executed he was like no there's a whole big ring yeah. of people making murder porn yeah and i was part of it yeah and
1: um yeah and by murder porn he means actual like snuff, snuff films. films not That's like not podcasts. what we about murder porn in our case is like just something that we crime. thoroughly like get like enjoyment from watching like it's how i relax it's what brings me piece oddly Mm -hmm. and i enjoy it because it makes my brain tick and it is super fascinating like how other people's brains tick that's what basically that's about but so yeah and then there's the new one on netflix that was completely different Mm -hmm. but it's still like he's still a delusional piece of shit
0: yeah i don't Um, think
1: that there was a ring because guess what there weren't any more fucking boys being killed after gacy was arrested like no. Also, there were plenty of boys who helped dig the trenches in the basement that were like, yeah, we thought it was for plumbing or something.
0: I think the one, I think the and one the guy Casey's that he was closer them. to, I think he knew exactly what was happening Probably. and he didn't
1: really care. Probably. Well, or he, was he got enough. getting so much benefit yeah, from it. That he got he,
0: enough out of him. Yeah. But anyway, those were the, those are the things that I've been watching and paying attention to and just looking at like regular things on
1: going through. Yeah. Um, it's like a part of our life. Yeah, It's very like woven into the fabric of our lives.
0: Yeah. Trust, <laughs> trust me. We message each other back and forth. Like, did you see this
1: all the time? Did you hear this all the time? So I am still reading the book. Um, Tears of Rage by John. John Walsh, um, who is the host of um, America's Most Wanted. But that, the book is insane like it talks about like what their life was like before their baby what their life was like once their baby adam was born and how like special they thought he was and like he could speak to adults and like his point of view of the world and how he easily was just like comfortable in any situation um they talk about when he went missing they talk about the police work surrounding that and um it's just it's just really good it's really good i had no idea how intricate this man was or not intricate how like um n- important he was yeah. to the formation of how so the FBI beings, handles missing children's yeah. cases um vicap um and other systems that we use on a daily basis now that did not exist prior Yeah. Um, It's just really good. I'm a little over halfway. It's a very long book, Um, but it's good. It's It's, good. It's sad because he
0: became so important to us in our society, all
1: because something
0: devastating happening to his child. He
1: literally was just trying to do something that he felt was helpful that would prevent the same thing happening Mm -hmm. to any other person yeah like it lit a fire under his ass him and his wife both revay um they they just wow just wow um and then podcast that i'm listening to is the new episode of counter clock with delia d'ambria that just dropped all of the episodes i think there's like 15 of them just dropped and it's about a missing kid in florida that the case is never solved and I love her because she recently was in a town near here called Lakeville and just blew a case up that they thought had been settled and now they've reopened it they've given him a new trial to see if he can qualify for a new hearing we're waiting to hear back from that super stoked on that but the girl is amazing like she digs deep highly recommend highly yeah um, and then movies or shows that I'm watching, there's a lot of good ones on right now. There's Candy with uh, Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake. That's on Hulu. It's good. It's good. I hate Justin Timberlake. <laughs> He's only briefly in it, but it's really good. Uh, <laughs> the Staircase just started on HBO, and that's got um, been Tony to Collette and Colin Firth in it. Yeah, And that's really good. Um, and then there was one more that I've been watching and I can't think of it right now But <laughs> what was it buddy what have we been watching he doesn't know um, god damn it I can't think of it uh, I'll remember next time but there's a lot of good stuff out right now and I keep yeah. thinking to myself like what am I going to do when this is all over <laughs> Yeah, because I just watch it all at once I devour it um do do
0: plenty of research on our podcast. That's what we're going to do.
1: With yeah. Our lives. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got as far as that goes. Yeah. So,
0: I guess we'll wrap it up. So, yeah, you can
1: find us all over social media now officially. Yeah, you can listen to us on Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. And once we get our official logo from my sister, We should be able to go ahead then and upload to Apple Podcasts once we get our subscription with them. We also might be able to get on Pandora and potentially iHeartRadio. I haven't really looked into that, but I know that there are options through Podbean. Yeah. Uh,
0: we also have an email. You can email us at murderpornpodcast at gmail.com. And we're always open to recommendations. Uh, questions, questions. Comments. Compliments. Comments. Constructive criticism. Yeah, Don't just be an asshole to be an asshole.
1: Okay. If you are an asshole.
0: I get enough that shit yeah. on TikTok. I will yeah. lose it. Be a nice human.
1: Um, we've got a website now. It is murderpornpodcast.podbean.com. It lo- lists um, all of the websites that you can listen to us on, or the platforms, I mean. And then it's got each of our episodes listed. You can actually go in and, like, um, comment on each specific episode or DM us from there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, also, I so we officially, we did it. I did it, guys. I did it. I started uh, our IG. It's Murd P Podcast. M U R D because it was blocking out the murder ability to yeah. put murder on porn. porn. So it's
1: Murd <laughs> M U R D P Podcast. Yep. Um, and then Courtney has her own uh, Instagram. It's Courtney C O U R T N E Y underscore Ann A N N zero point one.
0: And then Allison has an Instagram as well. It is Allison underscore Wonderland. Wonderland has an O.
1: And my name is Mm A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Courtney has a TikTok. Her TikTok is similar to her IG handle, but it's a little different. It's Courtney underscore Ann 1.0 instead of 0.1.
0: And I talk a lot about missing person, missing children Mm -hmm. more particularly, but...
1: Yeah, we are considering getting a TikTok TikTok as well, just specifically for the podcast. We've also kind of tossed around the idea of Twitter and Facebook, but it's and maybe even YouTube where we like record ourselves recording and then Mm. upload that. But it's just a lot for two people to handle, especially one who's at home dealing with three children and another who's working full time. So
0: yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll see out how everything. this goes. If you guys start um really following our IG and stuff and we see like an uptick and all of that stuff, then we might start opening up different platforms for you guys to see us and get a hold of us and stuff like that. Yeah. So, we just kind of like want to see where all of this goes before we start adding more um
1: more more shit for us to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um so yeah, if you're listening, uh please like, share, follow us, please. It means the world
1: to us. Yeah. So please do those things um to show your support, um, to get other people listening. Uh, you know, we're really invested in this podcast and we just want yeah. people to like it. So um next week it's me, Allison. Mm-hmm. I am gonna do Gary Heidnick. I did not do it this week because I'm struggling with a lot of just straight up fatigue. I was traveling over the last weekend. Um, fun things. I had a sleep study last night. That was interesting. I was <laughs> looked like a moron. I was just like, she sent all me wired a up. picture of it all
0: wired up. I was like, God damn, how does anybody sleep?
1: <laughs> I didn't. I this never is not did, conducive though. to a sleep study. No, it's not. It'd be worse to be in their actual facility, though. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for today. So y'all stay safe. Be smart. Don't murder anybody. Make good choices. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.